Hi, welcome to another episode of I Own a Business, where we focus on helping practice owners grow the practice of their dreams. I'm your host, Dr. Steve Fargo, and I have with me Wayne Street. Hey, Wayne, how you doing? I'm doing well, Dr. Fargo. How are you? I'm doing great. So, Wayne, let's start here before we get into the meat of what we're going to talk about. Um, usually, I'll introduce the the guest, but I'm, I'm just going to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself and your background and and why you have the expertise to talk about some of the things we're going to talk, talk about today. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So um, again, my name is Wayne Street. I've been in marketing and web design for the past you know, 10 plus years. Uh, I've worked at various agencies, digital marketing agencies in that time period, and done a lot of different things over that time period as well. And probably the last seven or eight years just focused primarily on sort of the SEO side of things in terms of uh, you know promoting websites and, and search engine optimization. So uh, and at this point here at IDOC, I am the you know SEO manager for our clients. Awesome. And, and we're going to, so that's kind of tease up what we're going to talk about marketing. We'll, we'll get into the, some of that SEO and we'll try to simplify it a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think that that word scares a lot of people as it probably should, who don't have that background in, in marketing, but we'll, we'll try to simplify that. Absolutely. Somewhat for our members. So that's basically what we're talking about. We're going to talk about marketing and for, for many practices, marketing makes up a pretty small part of the budget. But obviously, it can make a pretty big impact on the revenues and the growth of the practice. So some of the things we're going to cover today are, you know, what's the most effective use of your marketing dollars, especially considering it, it does tend to be a smaller part of the budget. How do we make sure that we're getting a good ROI on that? How do we measure if it's effective? And what kind of marketing grabs people's attention and also grabs the attention of the search engines, which will take us a little further down that discussion around, around SEO. So maybe we'll just start with this, Wayne, the alluding before to marketing being a rather small budget, small part of the budget for many practices. Let's just start in general. What, what are some of the most effective ways, um, some of the most effective online marketing strategies? So some of the most effective ones that, you know, we come in contact with are paid search. So paid search can be anything from Google ads to Facebook ads uh, to Instagram ads. It really just kind of depends on where your audience is and where you want to be uh, in, in relation to that. Um, the other piece would be email marketing. You know, a lot of times you can remarket to the folks who've already been to your practice. And so you find a lot of value in, in, in the, what we talked about earlier, you mentioned return on investment. It's one of the easier ways to sort of reach out and, 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 and touch your customer base without having to spend a whole lot because you've already got a database to work off of. Um, a third one would be, you know, search engine optimization, which again is what I'm working on primarily with our clients. And that's just the optimizing of your website. And I think we'll probably talk a little bit more about exactly what all that entails, but, you know, doing the things on your website that uh, can be beneficial to help your website rank a little bit better. Uh, and, and get some of that traffic that you may be lacking for a particular service um, that, that, that you're offering or that, that you want to see more um, patients from. Um, the other thing would be, you know, social media marketing. Again, this is the, all these are, you know, easy to do to some degree, but they, they revolve, they involve a lot of work sometimes. So on the social media marketing side, it's, it's about being present on these social media platforms, again, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. Um, and, and trying to, you know, establish a community with your, with your audience. And then fifth, the, the last one I can think of would be video marketing. So video marketing, 
it, it relates to sort of that social media piece as well. But because YouTube is such a large, uh, the second largest search engine um, present presently out there. So you really would like to see yourselves uh, with your video out on YouTube to be able to, you know, again, either with the research that people are looking for ideas or they're looking for information as it, as it pertains to a particular service, or just, you know, um, even if it's, if it's commercial based, you know, hitting people with um, ads on YouTube as they're watching other videos. For someone who hasn't gone down the road before of paid search, could you just give sort of an, an idea of how that works? So paid searches, again, you, you're going to, let's, let's just say AdWords, you know, Google ads. Um, usually when you do a search on something uh, for a particular service, you're looking for an eye exam, you're going to come across, you know, ads at the very top of Google, which are going to usually be two or three ads at the top. And that's the, the paid search starter side of things. Below that might be a little map. And then below that uh, would be the organic listings. But to, to show up in paid search, you'd have to, you know, just you go on Google, you'd create an account for ads for AdWords and you'd allocate a particular budget to that. And then you would key in on certain keywords uh, that you'd like to show up for. So if you would, you can bid then on showing up for comprehensive eye exam or um, myopia management or something like that, you could, you can, you can key in on specific keywords and your ad only shows up, you know, for those specific ads. And again, you can dedicate as much budget or as little budget as you, as you like. So a lot of times you can uh, if you're, if you're weary about, you know, trying that out, you can, you can start with a smaller budget, but again, it's kind of like, you're going to get what you pay for it. The, the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it in terms of uh, lead generation. Beyond exposure, there's an element of uh, a perception of trust here, isn't there? When you go online, because I know I do that. When I Google something, I tend to, whether it's rational or not, I tend to look at what shows up right away as the most trustworthy sites. And the more I get into page two and page three, I start losing faith in that company or that service. Now, th that's an accurate perception, right? I don't know if that's always accurate for the value that you're getting for that product or service, because it could just be like you said, a one company markets better, they brand better, they've got deeper pockets to pay for these things, but there's still that uh, that perception of trust. Would Would that be accurate? Absolutely. I think, um, you know, most people, like you just said, don't venture down into page two. Or yeah. Page if I ever get to page three, right? Exactly. And so they, I think a lot of value is associated with the people who show up first. Uh, I think it's just, um, again, what, like you said, people just kind of associate the fact that, and, and on the back end, whether that's because they've done a better job of marketing or they've allocated more money to be there. Um, and that's also why the ads are so effective is because people don't even make it down past the ad sometimes because they're just clicking on the first thing they, that they see, which as you mentioned, they sort of associate with uh, the, the trustworthiness part of it. Uh, so yeah, definitely. I, I think, you know, that's, that's definitely something to a reason to be in AdWords again, just, just to be in, in play for that particular uh, for those eyeballs that, that, that are coming across that. So I assume you get some kind of report with AdWords with uh, with paid search to let you know how well things are working. Going back to the days before of, of yellow pages, and I suppose some of these things you could still do now, um, you know, putting ads out there, paper ads, flyers, those sorts of things. One of the frustrations was that it was difficult to determine how effective they were, you know, unless you gave somebody something that they had to actually bring back in and, you know, for a discount or something like that, it was hard to determine the ROI on a lot of marketing. I think online marketing has made that uh, a little bit more, a uh, little easier to track, but, but could you 
give an overview of, of some of the ways that we can measure the results or the effectiveness of these marketing campaigns. Again, just to make sure that our money is getting put to good use and we're getting a good ROI. So we can make decisions around marketing. Do we double down on this approach or do we just stop doing it? Yeah. I mean, tracking is one of the biggest things when it comes to digital marketing. Um, and some people do it great and they have a, a really good sense as to, you know, where their dollars are going. Other people uh, don't do it as well, but, but definitely uh, if you're not tracking, then you're definitely missing the boat on, on a, in a lot of different areas potentially. So, um, and you want to track everything from your, your website rankings that again, helps you track uh, how well your SEO is working, you know, whether it's keyword ranking or, or you're looking at page rankings and all these things can be found, you know, with, a, with tools that, are free to access. You know, Google has a lot of tools that people can use, um, but also, you know, as we do services for our, for, for our members here, you know, we ha we have tools that we use for these types of things. Um, on the social media side, you'd want to, you know, you want to track the engagement that you're getting. So if you are doing that social media uh, marketing to a degree, you want to be able to track um, how much engagement that is, is that you're getting there. Again, a good, a good metric to kind of see how effective uh, what it is that you're doing on social media is, is working. The other piece, obviously, you know, lead generation. Are you getting the phone calls? Are you getting the form submissions? Uh, all those things that you can track. Um, and specifically for ad campaigns, like we just mentioned, you know, running ads to a specific landing page that allows you to really hone in on, on how well that, that landing page is converting for you, if you will, and how, how well, you know, how that money is that you're spending is, is working for you. Uh, and so that leads to the overall, you know, um, question or the answer about ROI, you know, when you, when you track those things and you see those metrics, you have a good idea as to what's working, what's not working. And that's definitely super important as, as it pertains to digital marketing these days. There was a, a phrase I heard a long time ago, it was called me too marketing. And it was the, the, the idea that, well, everybody else is doing this, so I'm going to do it and I'm going to dump resources and I'm going to dump money into this marketing approach, but it, it wasn't necessarily effective. So I kind of look at that as a mistake. I, I, I do like the idea with marketing, whether that's the doctor is somebody you hire or, or, or outsourcing that. And iDoc certainly has a program around that because a lot of people are going to hear this and say, oh, that all sounds great, but I, I don't have time to do it. So a lot of things we're talking about can be outsourced as well. But again, just making sure that your money is getting put to good use because marketing is a really important part of the practice growth process, but making sure that that money is, is getting put to good use and getting the kind of outcomes you want. So what are some of the biggest mistakes you see? I, I guess the putting money to efforts that aren't turning, you know, a, a healthy ROI would be, you know, in continuing to do that, I guess we could qualify as a marketing mistake. So what are some of the mistakes that you've seen around marketing? Some of the biggest mistakes that I've seen are a lack of a clear strategy, right? So, um, and I think that's one of the things that we sort of find ourselves doing the most with, with our members is, is kind of defining that strategy for them. Um, and so what I see people not having a clear strategy, they're seen to be spread very thinly and, 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 and they want to be everywhere, which it, it sounds great because you, you think your clients or your potential uh, patients are everywhere, but you really should, you know, hone in on a clear strategy of what it is you want to uh, obtain out of, out of that particular marketing and, you know, also defining a, your persona. So a lot of people don't necessarily do that. They just kind of automatically assume that they know who the, who they're marketing towards or to. And if you really define uh, who your, your ideal patient is, um, your marketing is going to go a lot further with that. And not everyone necessarily does that all the time. Um, 
one of the other things is, is, is not doing competitive research. So one of the best ways to sort of figure out, you know, what's working in a particular market, you know, is, is a lot of times straight through your, your competition. And so, you know, analyzing, you know, what it is your competition is doing um, and not even just in your own market, but in other markets as well, right. Spawns a lot of ideas as to, you know, what could be effective for where you may be missing um, in, with your marketing in, in your particular area. So um, and then, as we just mentioned previously, the, the the tracking, all those things. You know, I've I've heard a long time ago that all marketing works, and that that probably is true. But um, you you want to track everything. You want to make sure that, especially when you're putting dollars towards things, that those dollars, like as you mentioned, are are, are going in the correct way, and, and that you're getting the most out of those dollars that you're putting in. When, would you consider a strategy, as we see a lot of more practices now that are investing into, let's say, specialty services, whether that's a dry eye specialty or myopia management, assuming a practice had that that specialty, that niche, would a strategy around marketing be something that would be built around that? Because we've had some practices that say, well, we have a, um, you know, we've really invested into a, a dry eye clinic and all the technology. When people go online and they search for dry eye, and words related to that, we're the ones who pop up, which is obviously what you want from a marketing standpoint, because that's how people are looking up doctors and looking up solutions. So you want to be the one that pops up for that. But would that be a, a good example of a of a strategy for a particular practice? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the, the dry eyes, dry eye is a good example because, as you mentioned, when people do and, and search isn't just the only the only facet. So as I've kind of mentioned previously, you know, you want to make sure that. In that strategy, you know, if you've defined that search is the is is your number one way that you want to attract that new patient um, for dry eye, then obviously, you know, you're going to have to uh, manage your website in such a way that is going to, you know, whether it's creating a new page for that service, um, creating a landing page for that particular service, whatever that might be, whatever that looks like, that's that's definitely going to pertain to, you know, that particular marketing strategy, um, but. You know, for me, as I mentioned, those those top five ways of sort of doing your your marketing, um, I think helps you get the most bang for your buck, so that you can then you know be sort of in all the places. So when I when I go out and I do a search on Google, uh, the practice shows up in the ad, the practice shows up in the map, and the practice shows up in organic. It becomes very difficult at that point um, if I'm showing up for all three facets of of of, of that search page. Uh, if if one practice shows up for that for a, for a potential patient to miss that. And, you know, the chances are, are greatly improved if, if my strategy includes sort of all of encompasses all of those areas and, and not just one over the other. That leads us into search. So, which when we originally talked about doing this, we talked about doing a podcast on, on SEO. And I said, that may go over the head of a lot of ODs, including yeah. mine. I, I, I don't understand it that well. And quite frankly, I don't think I want to understand it that well. I'm more than happy to let people like you handle it for me. And, and I suspect that a lot of people listening to this, a lot of doctors, you know, some may have a devoted marketing manager in the practice. Most don't have someone with that level of expertise. So many will be listening to this and learning from it, but still wanting to outsource this. I don't imagine we have a lot of doctors that are interested in creating their own landing page or doing keyword research. Sure. That's more your territory. But right. <laughs> what I am going to ask you to do is explain SEO to us in terms of, um, I, I guess the challenge I'll give to you is I, I once a speaking coach once told me, Great communicators don't take 
the simple and make it complex. They take the complex and make it simple. So I'm going to ask you to do that with SEO. <laughs> Just explain it in a way that we might at least have a base understanding of it. And then we'll get a little bit into more on how you work with practices to, um, to help turn search into something that leads to more patience and more growth for the practice. Yes. Okay. So SEO search engine optimization um, is the best way I can sort of phrase it is that it's the process of, of growing a website's organic traffic. Um, and organic traffic is just, again, when someone goes to the web and they, and they do a search for something, whatever that something is, um, I examine whatever that case may be, that's, that's an organic search. And um, in order to be there, you do this by ranking in organic search results. So again, the, the page on Google is sort of ranked one through 10 in terms of organic. And we kind of talked earlier about the ads being at the top. And that's the piece that people don't necessarily differentiate a lot of times when they, as you mentioned, the part about it going over the heads is that they just kind of see the results that are on the page. But um, you know, SEO is just giving your website the ability to be found in those organic search results. Um, and it's important because you're unlikely to rank well without it, you know, and, and ranking high gets you free, you know, passive and consistent traffic, you know, month after month. So if you're in those organic rankings, that's not something that you have to necessarily pay for in the long term and allows you to sort of be relevant and found uh, when people are doing those, those searches. What are the things that they can do as you talk about, let's just focus on website and where you rank, because I think when we, you know, obviously you want to be very visible online. When somebody does a search, you want your website to come up ideally on page one. We want that to come up on the, on the top of the searches. What are some things that need to be done with a website that I understand needs to be dynamic. There needs to be updates and changes. And if you add video, but SEO is continually changing correct because the search engines are always trying to stay one step ahead of anybody that can game the system correct. and so they're because they want you to pay is that correct well they don't want you to pay they, you know google's job at the end of the day is to serve up um the best result for the person doing the search right so they're just they want to we google's google's interest is to weed out sort of that uh spammy type content or sites in Google and really to provide me. So when I go looking for eye exam, I'm not getting, you know, spammy content or spammy uh, results that I'm having to, you know, click on and then click out of and click back on the next one and then click the next one to find what it is I'm looking for. Google, in order for Google to keep people's eyes and, and keep people using Google, they've got to provide good results. And so one of the ways that they determine that again, uh, through SEO, um, you know, enhancing your website, one of the things that you, one of the, the, the things that you have to necessarily do in order to do that, as you mentioned, is publish relevant authoritative content. So if my website, you know, if, if, if my practice is creating a website that is authoritative and has content that is relevant to the, the search terms, it's going to do very well. Um, and as you mentioned, updating that content regularly. So it also wants to see, it, it doesn't want to, it's not going to serve up websites that have been dormant for 10 years and haven't been touched, right? It's going to deem that particular website to be out of touch and, and no longer relevant. Although you may be a functioning practice but if your if your content isn't continually being updated, uh, Google is going to you know ding you for that. Um, the other piece, and then kind of getting a little bit more technical here, but is is metadata. So metadata are things sort of in the background that you don't see, and this is sort of why SEO has become this thing that people um, don't quite necessarily understand because 
you know, when, when we look at a website, we see the visual piece of it, you know, it's got the pretty picture of the practice. It's got, you know, uh, the machinery that we're using, the tools and all this kind of thing. That's what we see visually when we go to a website. But when Google goes to a website, it, it sees the back end, which is just this, uh, you know, a long HTML text page. And it includes things like metadata, which is, is the title of the page, is, the, is a short description of the page and contain, contains the keywords on that particular page. So if those things are lacking for, uh, your specific keywords for that specific page, then it's going to hurt the chances of that page ranking well. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, having a link worthy site. So links are another piece of SEO where other sites are linking to, to you, uh, which in essence raises your domain authority um, and allows your site to rank better in Google, just kind of gives, you know, more, th more authority to your particular website. Uh, and then finally, it's just the, 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 the alt text. So we have a lot of images on websites, but on the back end, again, are short descriptions about what those images are and uh, what they are pertaining to. So having those things in place really allow, your, you know, allow, your allow you to elevate your website listing overall. I read somewhere that we're exposed to somewhere between four to 10,000 marketing messages a day. Now, in, in fairness, if you think of all the things you're exposed to on social media, on the radio, and it was even including, you know, you step into your pantry and every brand is staring back at you. How do you stand out? You know, I look at different mediums for, uh, for marketing a product or marketing a service. Is there anything that you would say helps you to stand out amongst all the noise. I see like a lot of reels now on, on Instagram and TikTok is really popular and, and videos. What would you say if you were going to put your efforts into something would help a practice stand out from what their competitors are doing? Yeah. So again, it's going to, it's going to come down to the platform. Um, if you're, if you're getting on social media, Instagram, TikTok, et cetera, you're going to have to have uh, short snippet type videos, again, as you mentioned, that that stand out, that stop you from scrolling, right? As, as, as you're going through these, these platforms, you're scrolling and you're not necessarily looking for uh, an optometrist, but if you come across a message that resonate, that resonates with you or that, uh, that stops you sort of in your tracks, you know, th th those are the things that you'd have to sort of do um, on those particular platforms. As far as ads, you know, again, as we mentioned, the other, another strategy would be just, you know, a compelling ad that again, speaks, you have a better chance with, with ads, uh, because you're, you're targeting specific keywords that, that people are, are, are searching for. Um, and again, the, the message there just has to be clear and concise. And it has to then also, uh, when, 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 when the person clicks on that link for that ad and lands on that page, that page has to, be specific to what it is that they search for. So matching the search intent on your website with the ad campaign that you're putting out there. And then from the SEO perspective, again, just being uh, having a site that is authoritative, that that ranks well and does well for those specific terms as well. So those are all those types of things that you have to do to sort of be relevant for those things. Today. It might be useful as well to pay attention to your own habits and what, what stops you. You know, that was a great example of when you're scrolling, what you know, what, what are those things that cause you to stop and click on it? But when you do that yourself for a different product or service, think for a second, what was it that caused me to do that? And could I build that into my own marketing? Um, yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's one of the things you have to, like, as I mentioned, you've got to kind of come at it with that perspective of, of, of your ideal, you know, patient persona, figuring out who that person is and how they search, how they, you know, how they go through uh, life on YouTube or life on Instagram, or how do they, uh, pick sites on the, on a, on a pick, pick their options on a, on a web search. 
And once you identify that, you can really sort of hone in with your with your messaging, and it'll 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 resonate with them all day long. The hard part is trying to figure out who that person is and how they how they interact with the web, um, and then creating a message around that. Is targeted search really an issue yet with with optometrists? Let me be more specific. I'm referring more to the a lot of the search engines now are really defining based on what we search, what we look at, what we click on, what it thinks we're interested in. And I feel like sometimes if I just think of a pair of new shoes, then that's going to show up in my, in my yep. feed. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's maybe a bit of an exaggeration, but if, if I certainly, if I click on one thing, I know I'm getting that day, 15 more ads for that same thing. So is that applicable yet to, to optometry? Absolutely. So that's, uh, that that goes into retargeting. So again, another another piece that kind of goes into the uh, Google Ads or even Facebook Ads, Instagram Ads. You can you can put what's called a pixel on your website, and you know once someone has been to your website, you can remarket to them anywhere um, down the line. So you know if if you're on YouTube, all of a sudden now you're seeing ads for optometry, although you're not searching for that anymore, or, you, or that's not the video that you're looking at, but because of your your patterns online uh, that will have the ability to sort of follow you across multiple platforms and, and serve up the same sort of message. So again, that's sort of back to that conversation at the beginning of, of really sort of strategizing as to exactly how you want to, or what your message is going to be and how you want to, how, how you want to go about getting your message out. Yeah. One of the reasons I love this topic is because this is up there with, when, when I talk to practices that have been successful and you ask them, what led to their success, the majority of the time you are going to hear great customer service, a lot of word of mouth marketing. I think in, in our industry, that is still king. But right behind that will be a lot of practices will invest a lot into their online marketing. It's just why I think it's so important that practices are aware of the the value of their website, making sure that's updated. They've got a good website and a strong online presence. Obviously, it's 2023, people are going online, not just to find doctors, but to find different services and that services that we provide products or services. So making sure that, that you're showing up and that that's a big part of your, your marketing mix. Um, Wayne, any short stories to share as you've worked with doctors um, that maybe have experienced some, some great results through their efforts to boost SEO? Yeah, we actually have quite a few. So um, one of the ones that actually comes to mind would be uh, Vision Salon. I think they're out of the uh, Chicago area. Uh, and they've seen probably some of our most impressive results. Just uh, when they came on board, they were at a point where they had hardly any rankings or any sort of metrics to, to measure, if you will. And so at this particular point, their their rankings, their their keywords, their, their website traffic is... Um, off the charts in terms of you know where they were when they first started, and a, a lot of that is attributed to their their own strategy in terms of you know, things that they're doing outreach wise in, in their community and, and, and doing things uh, online and social media, uh, but then also just with you know SEO and what we're putting out on the website. So you know we we generate blog content for them that's gotten a lot of uh, visible traffic and gotten them. Uh, side scenes that they haven't seen before. So they're doing really well in that, in that sense. So, but we've had quite a few, you know, clients that have done really well with uh, some of the things that we've, we've been doing with them. One of the main reasons that we took a, uh, a more proactive approach at IDOC with helping practices with their marketing was because we would continually hear, can you just do it for me? Cause all <laughs> this is great. All this is fantastic. 
for doctors to know. But then what we would hear back would they would say either I don't have the expertise or I don't have the time to do that. Can you do it for me? So I want to wrap it up here. Can you just um, maybe describe iDoc Marketing Services and how we work with ODs to boost their online presence if they're not able, willing, or have the competencies to to do some of the things that that we talked about. And quite frankly, I don't know if the average OD should be doing these things. Um, focus on the things that, you know, growing the practice, but I, I think this is one area that it would distract too much time away from, from an OD. And this isn't just a pitch for IDOC marketing services, but I truly believe this is something that is very important. But unless you have a strong background in marketing and most uh, optometrists don't, I think it's something that is probably best um, delegated to somebody who does. So if you could just kind of give an overview of the services that we offer. Yeah, absolutely. So we offer obviously a, a couple of different, uh, a few different services um, through IDOC. One of them is through IDOC social media, where we uh, provide, you know, roughly 12 posts each month uh, on Facebook and Instagram and to support practices, which want to, you know, stay in front of their followers and which are patients and friends of the, of the practice. Um, and then through our IDOC and, and web search, uh, we provide, you know, custom web, WordPress website designs and hosting. Uh, we take care of everything from the local and, and technical SEO standpoint as well. Uh, we also write, you know, new content for the website. We, we create monthly blog content. We create, uh, monthly uh, page content, you know, again, as you talked about earlier, getting new services and things of that nature. So whenever those things come along, we create the, the content around that. Uh, and then obviously the ongoing, you know, website updates uh, as needed. So there's a lot of things on the back end of your website that have to sort of stay up to date in order for your, for your website to continue to, to function properly. Um, because again, Google notices those things when they're not in place. Um, and then we also do the Google ads uh, campaigns that we just mentioned earlier. So you know, and with that, we've got the access to, you know, the business metrics in, in, uh, in GPN. And that means, you know, we've got sort of that real-time uh, assessment as to whether or not your, you know, your marketing services are, are, are working and, and, and that they're making a difference and providing sort of that, that growth that you're looking for and, and that you're seeing the patient volume increase, you know, overall, that's obviously, you know, for practices, super important. Um, and so, you know, with that, we have that, you know, strong partnership in the industry to be able to, to be able to see that so that, you know, if you've got a, 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 a service, as, as you mentioned earlier, is like, like if you're specializing in neural lens, we have the ability to sort of, you know, do the research around that, create, you know, the, the campaign and the marketing strategy around that to be able to make sure that, um, you know, you're, you're hitting on all cylinders when it comes to your website, as well as any other, you know, platforms that allows you to get that message out about those particular services. So that sort of encompasses all the things that, you know, we're able to do on the, uh, on the marketing side of things. That's a lot, a lot of stuff there, Wayne. So for all the doctors who used to ask us, will you do it for me? And we had to say no. Now we can say yes. We actually will do that for you. We, so we, we can do it. Yeah, for sure. And we're doing it. All right. Well, thanks so much, Wayne. This was great. Um, I appreciate your time. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. And thanks and have a good rest of your day as well. You as well. So yeah, thanks to Wayne and everyone listening. Thanks to you as well. And if you'd like more information about iDocs marketing services or iDoc in general and how we work with ODs to help them grow their practice. You can find out more at iDoc.net. So thanks again, Wayne. Thanks for everyone for listening.